Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. How do you make your book stand out? You know, you've launched your book. How do you make it stand out? How do you make a splash? Well, it comes down to reviews. If you have reviews, Amazon will treat you very, very nicely. So let's find out how to get reviews, what makes for a good review, and how you can propel your book to bestseller status by getting a review. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a book coach, developmental editor, and ghostwriter. And no matter where you are in the writing process, I can help you write your book. Let's get started. Our guest today is Carol Amato, and Carol will tell us a little bit about her background when we introduce her, but she is an expert on reviewing books. So Carol, welcome. Thank you. It's really a pleasure to be here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your publishing background? Well, I have published 29 books and about 200 articles in national publications over the years. And um, some of these issues that re- of reviews came up, you know, when I was doing my own. Uh, my first 10 books were done with, you know, traditional publishers. And then I had a chance to publish a book in the academic realm, which would sell to students every semester. So I decided to set up my own small press so that I could keep it going over the years and not have to worry about it going out of print. Um, Helene would be uh, familiar with these. They're user-friendly versions of the APA and MLA style guide. And um, they have sold like hot cakes and I'm just coming out with my version of the seventh edition now. I'm a little late on that front. But um, anyway, uh, it's been great being having my own publishing company because all the profit comes to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have to worry about splitting with agents and publishers, et cetera, like I did before. And, um, you know, I can set my own terms and my own prices and stuff like that. So it's been terrific. What a wonderful journey. Thanks for sharing that with us. So let's dive into our topic today. Why are book reviews important? Well, as writers, we all want our books to get known. And when you just dump it up onto Amazon and think that, you know, if you build it, they will come, it doesn't happen. Most books by um, first-time authors, if they're done either through the self-publishing process or from a small press, sell only 50 to 100 copies because nobody knows they're there. And so reviews are the way to get your book known by people who are, you know, experts in your genre or your field and have them help publicize it by giving you great reviews. I mean, when you see products on TV that are endorsed by basketball stars and other athletes and stuff, everybody believes that the product is good because they like that person. And that's what you want to have happen for your book. Great. So what is the difference between a testimonial and a review? Okay, this is a a good one. Um, A testimonial is a positive comment from somebody in your field or your genre. So if you're writing nonfiction or fiction, um, you may or may not know them already. And that's like, let's say you're writing a book on salesmanship or something, and you've got a 
uh, testimonial from Zig Ziglar. Well, of course, you know, I don't think that would be possible anymore, but somebody who's really outstanding in the field like that, that's going to give your book credibility way over and above anything else that's out there. So that's um, the testimonial then would be that positive comment. There's no chance for a negative one. Uh, reviews, on the other hand, are done by people you don't know at all. And they're professional book reviewers. There's Well, there's actually two types. There's the professional book reviewer who will review your book and give it either a positive or a negative feedback. And then there are reviews by readers who read the book after it's published. And so there's two camps there. The ones you want are the professional book reviewers first, because you don't have any control over the, who reads your book and who posts a review, excuse me, a review, unless you um, know the person already. And that's why Amazon is so rabid about checking out who is reviewing your books because they don't want your relatives getting on there and giving it a positive review just because they want to make sure it's somebody who's actually read the book and is a neutral, uh, you know, commentator. Okay. What is the book review cycle? Okay. This is the thing that most uh, first time authors and small presses are unaware of. Uh, in the old days, before now that means before COVID, <laughs> uh, the major book reviewers who normally only review uh, books from the major publishers, I have to add that in, uh, but I'll tell you a way around that. Um, they, they required a three to four month lead time prior to publication that you would have to send your materials in to have them review it. It not only gives them time to review, but they want to time the review to come out when the book is launched. So if you've already launched your book, it's too late for this crowd. Uh, so now that time is six to eight months because of COVID. You know, the staffs were reduced. Uh, people aren't as available as they were, et cetera. Now it may speed back up as time goes on and we're getting past the pandemic, but you need to start out when you're writing, getting those testimonials. And if you have 10 to 20 from really prominent people in your field or your genre, you can use those as leverage to get into the major publishers. Without those, you don't have a prayer. So the other reviewers, um, you know, like online reviewers, and I'll tell you how to get to those in a minute, uh, they have shorter lead time. So it's up to you to check out those times, find out what they need, when, etc. So as I say, while you're writing, you want to go through getting those 10 to 20 testimonials from people in your field. And we'll talk about that in a minute, you know, on how to do that. Great. So how can you, let, let, let's go back to both of those questions uh, and feel free to segue into it. Uh, where do you find people to give testimonials and who are these major reviewers and how can you contact them? Okay. The major reviewers are Publishers Weekly, Kirkus Reviews, uh, New York Review of Books, Booklist, Forward Magazine, and book page. I think the USA Today list is being discontinued. Hmm. 
but I'm not sure. These are these are the major guys. And if you look on reviews of books that are in your genre and see, you know, the names, that's where you want to go. If you have a book that's science fiction, you want to see who is reviewing science fiction books. And look, use Amazon to your advantage because it lists all the major reviews. Look up some really um, well-known writers. You know, James Patterson, for instance, if you write intrigue-type books. Um, and see who's reviewing his stuff. Those are the ones you would want to go after. But as I say, you really have to have some leverage to get in there um, if you don't have a major publisher behind you. If, if you have a major publisher behind you, the major publisher will go after those reviews. You still have to get the testimonials. Mm -hmm. um, but where do you find them? Okay. Um, at conferences, presentations, um, getting onto their social media platforms, uh, calling a publisher of a certain book that's in your genre or field and asking, um, you know, who reviewed it. You've got to be a little bit of a detective. Uh, you can go on to Goodreads, uh, the library thing, City Book Review, uh, booknook.biz. But if you do a search for book reviewers online, it'll come up with a bunch. There's the ultimate list of best book review blogs hmm. and um, the book review yellow pages. So you have to be a little bit of a detective, do a lot of searching around. Um, and then you can also, as I say, look up the books in your genre or field on Amazon and see who reviewed them. Because those okay. would be the ones you want to go after. Okay, great. I noticed that everyone is writing and taking notes furiously to keep up with all the great information that Carol has. I forgot to mention that Carol has graciously uh, uh, decided to send everyone the notes from the presentation. So yeah. if you uh, send an email to Carol, she will send you the notes for this. And you can sit back and relax and <laughs> absorb the material differently. Carol, yeah. what is your email address that people okay. can use to Carol get the notes? at topwritingcoach.com. And just put review um, handout in the subject line. Great. And how can people get in touch with you or learn more about your services? Uh, go to either of my websites, um, which is uh, topwritingcoach.com and caroljamato.com. Perfect. Great. Okay. Let's go back to uh, the questions. Actually, here's a question that's not on uh, on your list here. Okay. Um, on the major review sites, you know, the Sunday New York Times book reviews, whatever. Right. It's been my experience, or I've just noticed that they seem to only have reviews from the major publishing companies. They don't That's do self-published right. books. Is that correct? It's, yes. It's very hard to get in there. That's why having those testimonials from the big time people will help you get over that hurdle. But generally speaking, that's true. And, it, and it's because of things like COVID where it's gotten narrower and narrower and the number of books that are self-published has grown exponentially, it's getting harder and harder to get into those reviewers. So another way to get around that is to have some reviews by those uh, smaller reviewers that you can also add into your list before you send to the big time people. Okay. 
What are some of the best practices for contacting those reviewers? You know, what would you say in a cover letter to get their attention? Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't go after them directly with a request unless you're meeting. This is what I did at one conference. I knew I wanted a review from Tom Antion, and I'd mm -hmm. been a follower of, hers, of his for years. So I went to the conference, which was in Las Vegas, and I went by his little booth and I just chatted him up for the first day. And I, you know, you know, told him that I was a follower, been in his webinars and all this stuff. And uh, just talked to him throughout the day, went back and forth, you know, from the show floor to his booth. And then on the second day, I did the same thing. On the third day, I asked him if he would do a review because by then he knew who I was. And then he also asked me to be in his sizzle reel. So it kind of worked out really well. He was doing a TV pilot and um, I got to be in that. So that was really fun. But yeah, you need to kind of get to know these people. Now, it's not always possible to go to a conference. So again, get on their social media accounts or comment on articles that they've written so they get to know your name. Um, post responses in their webinars and stuff like that or get onto their webinars. Get to know the people and then approach them. So you're, as I say, you've got to start off when you're just starting to write so that you've got the time to do all this stuff ahead of time. Okay, great. So you've identified these people. What exactly would you send them? Do you send them the whole book? Do you send them a short outline? Um, do they have time to read the whole book? I mean, asking people to review a whole book, is, it's, it's, it's a yeah. big favor. It's a big yeah, ask. You, you don't. Um, the major reviewers have their requirements listed on their websites, and they generally want one to three copies of the book a media kit, which is a whole different conversation, and um, a cover letter, which I can explain what goes in that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, please do. But with the others, what you want to do is ask them what they want. You know, do they want a PDF of the book? Do they want just a sample chapter or two and an outline? Uh, what do they want? And but I, I at first. I would ask them if they're willing to do a review and then say you'll send what they would like to see if they say yes. And um, uh, what I do is I use the Amazon proof process to print up uh, advanced reader copies, which are not for resale. And then I send those out to the major reviewers with the media kit, et cetera. <clears throat> so what's in the media kit? A press release, a book flyer, and all this will be in the handout if you want it. Uh, the distribution information, what they're mostly interested in um, besides your biography and your writing credits if you have any. Uh, of course, the testimonials and reviews, uh, a spec sheet that has the book size, the page count, the binding type, the price, the ISBN, et cetera, uh, is what is your social media platform? How many followers do you have? What is your marketing plan? And that's another thing that a lot of first-time writers and people who publish through small presses don't do. They don't have any marketing plans. Tom Antion, who I mentioned earlier, will not speak at writers conferences. He only goes to book marketing conferences because most writers are not interested in marketing. 
So they want to write, they want to put their books up there, but when it comes to marketing, nope, won't make any personal appearances, won't go to book fairs, won't do this, won't do that. So it's it's very important if you want your book to sell. And my APA guides, I've sold over 80,000 copies of those books. You know, it's it's you've got to put your face out there, whether you're an introvert or not. And all most writers are introverts. Let's face it. We don't like to be out in the public. But if you really believe in your book there, it's very easy to sell if you can sell it in a conversational tone and not as a carnival barker. <laughs> you know, so. Um, Great. Well, let's take a step back. Uh, you you contacted okay. the reviewers, you sent them the material. How do you make sure they actually follow through and write a review? Okay, well, with reviewers, there's no, you have no option. They either will or won't. Mm-hmm. And what I've done is I've sent them a letter ahead of time with the flyer explaining uh, what the book is all about. And then, and then this is all snail mail, uh, sent them a postcard saying, I would like to review this book. Please send me a copy or no, I don't want to review this book. And that takes them two seconds to dump back in the mail. Hmm. So you will get some sort of a response. If they say yes, then I go ahead and send the media kit and the book and all that. Um, with the smaller ones, uh, again, you you have no option. If they've agreed to do a testimonial, then they will probably follow through. If But reviews, you have no choice. So uh, the best way to make sure they follow through with the testimonial is to send them some sample blurbs that mm-hmm. you would like to have said about your book. And then they'll say, oh, pick number one, and I'll sign my name to that. So it's just a quick email back. Um, the main thing is to not send the same ones to more than one person, because if they both put, pick the same blurb, then you're in trouble. So you want to make up a bunch and send a few to each one. And uh, it's very easy to get a review back. All you want is a sentence or two. You don't want a giant review. You just want a sentence or two. This book is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, just a quick few words, maybe a sentence, because you want to put the best ones on your book cover. Like I've got Tom Antion and, well, I think the book is right here. Rick Frischman is on the front up here at the top Mm -hmm. and Tom Antion is on the back right here. So that's what I did with both of them. I sent them samples. They just picked what they wanted and Tom kind of wrote his own. And uh, even if you get one that's longer, you can shorten it up for the sake of a testimonial. You just want all the keywords. Yeah. I've noticed there are three kinds of testimonies, or at least three kinds. One, as you said, this is the greatest book uh, ever written on this topic, which some reviewer or some of your testimonial friends or contacts may say, you know, I don't know if I'd be comfortable. No, you wouldn't. I, I was being facetious with that, but you, you don't want to say that. But. Right. Another way, another sample you might use is this topic is very important and everyone should know more about this topic. Yeah. That way they're not sticking their necks out and saying uh, whether it's good or bad. They're saying the topic is right. important. And yeah. the third are people yeah. that you've, you know, you've worked with them uh, in some of your clients, your uh, other, other people you meet in conferences and whatever, and they may speak to uh, your personal attributes, you know, 
she's very diligent and uh, researches her work thoroughly. And that way, it's not really about the book, yeah. but it's about people you know who can speak to your your abilities and your uh, ethics and such. So um, you get a, a variety of opinions there. Um, I hope that helps. Carol, yeah, that's you, what Tom, you, Tom said, essentially. Okay. Carol's Great. book gives you the tools to keep your risk and expenses low while doing big business. And Perfect. he made that one up. Okay, great. So, and some some people will make their own things up, and some people are are just happy yeah. to. Frankly, a lot of people in our industry are happy to 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 give a blurb because they get some publicity out of exactly. it. Exactly, it is it's publicity for the people giving the reviews. Exactly. So, uh, Carol, we spent a lot of time talking about professional reviewers, but on Amazon, there are a lot of normal people giving reviews, uh, and sometimes you see sixty reviews for a book or sometimes 11,000 reviews for a book. Right. Uh, and I know that can influence book sales because there are two books on a certain topic and one has no reviews and one has 60 and one has 2,000. You're probably going to buy the book that has the 2,000 reviews. You figure it's a, 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 a lot of people have read it. What can you do to stimulate the non-professional reviewer? Well, that's where you go after the uh, those lists that I mentioned with online reviewers and try to contact as many as you can and get them to review the book. Uh, again, it, it takes a lot of time. I mean, marketing takes more time than writing the book. It really does. It's a full-time mm -hmm. job in itself, but it's worth going after if you really want to get those numbers up. So um, seeing, you know, going through those reviewers, looking again at the, uh, books like yours that are on Amazon and see who the online reviewers are and trying to contact them as opposed to the book lists and the New York Times book review type people. Right. I've seen some other tactics actually in the book that said, if you like this book, please leave a review on Amazon. We'll put a yeah. link to make it easy. Some people don't know what a review actually is. So some you might have to explain that, you know, two right. to three sentences is all that's needed for this kind of review. Um, although that might be changing because everyone seems to be leaving reviews on hotels.com and Yelp. And other, <laughs> everyone is a, a, a reviewer these days. Um, so that, that piece of advice may not be as needed as it was years ago. Um, but also if you're doing a webinar or giving a book giveaway uh, at a summit or something, uh, you could also ask for reviews there so that the, all those things help. We've covered a lot today, but I'm sure there are some do's and don'ts that we can use to wrap up this conversation. Carol, what, what should we definitely do and what should we definitely not do? Okay, here are the do's. You want to look for reviewers for your type of book. You don't want a mystery reviewer reviewing your science fiction book. It, they won't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, read some of the reviews that they've already written. Uh, determine if they review ebooks, print books, or both, or only major books from Simon and Schuster and Random House, etc. Or if they'll review first-time authors. Uh, in your message to them, use review request in the subject line. Hmm. And, and let's, you know, prefer, preferably you've been on their social media or you've commented on reviews that they've submitted and stuff like that. So they kind of know who you are by name. Uh, know the correct spelling of their names and the proper salutation. If you don't 
know the person's gender, like it's a name like Leslie or Terry that could be either person, just say dear Leslie Bradley or dear, you know, so-and-so, the whole name, so you don't accidentally make a mistake. Now the don'ts, <clears throat> don't ask for a positive review. <laughs> you, know, you can't, <laughs> or a testimonial. You, you have to let them be honest. Uh, don't ask them to respond by a particular date. Just let them know what your publication date is or um, that you need it, you know, by, well, by that date anyway. Don't offer to pay or do anything in exchange for the testimonial or the review. Mm -hmm. Good point. Don't get upset if the person says no. There's always your next book where they might say yes. And even with the major publishers, if you have enough testimonials and reviews on your prior books, maybe that will lead you into getting a major reviewer the next time. Uh, don't comment on the review, even if you agree with it, and especially if you don't agree. Just thank the person for submitting it. Hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for all this great information. And for folks who are listening, you can, you can find more than 170 additional interviews with top business leaders, authors, and insiders in the publishing industry. So you can write your book in a flash. Thank you very much, Carol. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.